You ready, Stephen? Yeah. Are you ready? Anyway. All right. Sorry. <laughs> you let me start texting my wife, and now I'm caught up in the conversation. You're live. Welcome to the Wherever I'm At show, uh, the Dream Show Live. Stephen Aiken <laughs> here at the new Parkway Automotive Studios. We have different setups, and we're in a we're in a new a new dig. It sounds really weird in here. Um, because we, it's quiet and the other place was not as quiet. I realize now. Um, but thanks everybody for tuning in. Uh, been busy, busy, busy. Um, we're excited to have in house today, Mr. Dan Perdue. Uh, Dan is, mm, are you a green belt or a blue belt? Green belt. Okay. Green belt. Under Cole Miller here, uh, in, I guess that's Bonaire or Warner Robins. I'm not sure area. Uh, how long have you been training? Uh, been training coming up on, uh, well, three and a half years now. Three and a half So, years. uh, I train hopefully two to three times a week, you know, so take, taking it, uh, taking it slow, but, uh, uh, always, always learning something. And, you know, I think, uh, a lot of your listeners slash viewers may know, uh, what that, you know, ATT throws a green belt in between white and blue, mm-hmm. but, uh, that's, uh, that's an odd thing that I, I noticed the person handling Cole's social media often has to explain to folks is wh- why, why you got these adults rolling around in green belts. And I, I think it's a good thing because uh, it can it can white to blue is a big jump and it, it can take folks a long time sometimes, especially if you're not able to train four or five times a week. So. No, it's it's an interesting thing. And it, it is something that uh, can cause a lot of like dust up between certain people and, and people feel very passionately one way or the other about anything in is regarding rank and jiu-jitsu right. and so i we trained at uh rush uh with mm-hmm. bubby for for years and mandy my wife she got her green belt from them and that was like a thing well she ended up you know we having thomas and then not being able to train for a long time so she was a green belt for like eight years or whatever right. but she would train a little bit and so it was kind of weird in a way that, you know, they would always want to pair her up with white belts because she wasn't quite a blue belt, but then she was definitely not a white belt by any means right. whatsoever. Uh, and so it is, uh, you know, I often kind of think about that and I wonder where the balance kind of lies in that. And like for, you know, I know that for some people uh, getting to the blue belt is like you say, it's a big, big gap. And so, where where's the middle ground of that and is it another belt i mean it it can be good for that like i say it can be good for some people like that for for us we don't have the green belts in the system so i'm not just super familiar with how i would want to do that if i was going to do that so i think the way i think about it is and it's no disrespect to anyone again i know everybody's going to feel some kind of crazy way one way or the other it's like the blue belt is a big deal or whatever but to me it's not as big of a deal maybe um as it is in other places because they have that green belt in the right. in the middle of it where you it will be your second belt right. where for me it's like this is your first belt i'm not going to require as much out of you to get this one now but to go to blue to purple that's going to be that's going to take a, a substantial jump for me and, and so i don't i wonder and I, that's what i think about it all the time too is like is it the right way is it the wrong way I don't know if there is a right or a wrong way to do it. I think just whenever you feel like people are ready for whatever rank, you just give them the rank that you think yeah. they're ready for, and you're you're their instructor, you're their coach, and 
everybody else is not going to understand anyway. It's not for them to understand. So, well, I, I think it's, uh, you know, as long as you don't sort of leave your students out there on an Island where, where they don't, know if they're progressing or not, right, you know, right. uh, we all have to, at, at one point or another, embrace the suck of, uh, being bad at, at the things we're bad at and really powering through that. But, um, you know, I think, uh, the, the most important thing is that when people come and train, they, they know that they're getting better in some way, right. no, for sure. <laughs> even, even if they go through long periods of time, where uh, you don't feel like you're getting better. And especially for people like me who are distinctly amateur, never going to be anything other than amateur, and have taken it up uh, for, you know, fitness reasons or, or whatever, which we could, you know, we talked briefly about before the cameras cut on about uh, the explosion in that recently. And I think there's more and more people like that. Um, and it's important that those people know uh, that they're they're progressing mm. and whether you do it in the 10th planet planet model, uh, like you said, of maybe shortening the time to a blue belt, but blue to purple is a big jump or the ATT model where you throw a green belt in there. But I have no problem. If I go to a tournament or something like that, I'll throw on a white belt, you know, with a couple stripes on it and be completely fine. Um, it's not like you're, it's not like you're taking something from me. Right. You know? Yeah. And that, and I think that's the biggest thing for people to understand either way is that if you are one of those schools or you are one of those students, if you go somewhere, don't be offended if somebody right. tries to demote you or call you a white belt. Why, why are you a 40-year-old man in a green belt? <laughs> well, and because that's the highest-ranking kid. Yeah. So, like, a yeah. kid green belt is like a black belt almost. Right. In a lot of I mean, they're, so, they're so very that, advanced. So, it's like, man, did yeah. you take 30 years off? <laughs> <laughs> but you run, if you run across that, that kid that's been training since he was 14 that's a green belt when he's 20, like, that's a kind of scary kid too oh, so yeah, i mean absolutely. perspective matters I don't, I don't want to roll with that kid so yeah. and you and you kind of mentioned it there you said you started about three three and a half years ago um what was it that that drew you to uh jujitsu and martial arts uh being over here so i uh I've, I've told this story to several people but i you know I, I stepped on the scale one day at 289 pounds and uh like for me that's that's one good mexican meal from 300 pounds Stephen. Mm. and uh, i i did not want to be a 40 year old 300 pound guy and so i i knew i had to do something right but i i didn't really know what it was same time, I'm like scrolling Reddit or something like that, and I see this relatively skinny guy, you know, who holding up his first jujitsu gi and being like, "Hey, 18 months ago or two years ago, I was in an A5 gi or an A4 gi, and now I'm in an A2 gi." You know, and I was mm. like, "Well, that's interesting. Let me start looking at at what this is and and what's going on here." Um, started looking into it realized that uh we had some good schools in in the area uh zanshin was still open they're a good school you hadn't you weren't on the scene yet uh but but especially uh there with uh, att warner robbins slash miller martial arts you know cole teaching there uh knowing that he's going to run a good shop um and went and tried out a class and for me it just clicked as something i wanted to do um for me, it is uh, my mind is thinking about the whatever you want to call it, the chess game that is jujitsu, the moves that you have to make, how to escape that hold, how to escape that submission, 
what submission to try, what positions you need to be into. My mind is so focused on those things. I don't think about how hard I'm sweating, how hard I'm breathing. Uh, I don't, I don't think about that, that, and a lot of other fitness endeavors, hopping on a treadmill Mm. and, and running and, and, uh, you know, um, uh, things like that have not stuck because the whole time I'm thinking about how awful it is, you know? So for me, it's a couple of times a week when I, you know, burn an awful lot of calories at the same time, I'm learning a skill. Um, you know, everybody knows how to run on a treadmill, mm. but, but not everybody knows how to rear naked choke somebody or armbar somebody or uh, key lock somebody. Mm-hmm. And so it really stuck in my mind as something I could do. You know, and the more I looked at it, you, you can do it into your 50s and 60s and 70s. You mm-hmm. know, uh, you, can, you can do it for a long time and continue to get better. And so it just sort of said, okay, this is, this is something I'm going to invest some time in. And, um, you know, I, I once told somebody, I said, there's, there's nothing ever in my life that I've tried that I've invested this much in and still been this bad at. Mm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, and so it is, it is, it is, it is kind of like, addictive in that way of you can, you can put it in and put it in and put it in and, and, you know, the guy who is just a freak or the guy who has been training longer than you comes in and humiliates you. And it's like, what has that guy done that I haven't done? And, and how do I make those connections and how, how do I learn? So that's really, so real. it, it, it started as a, as a physical fitness thing. And then I think for like a lot of people who try it, 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 uh, it moved into a, I really want to learn this skill. Um, in terms of sports jujitsu and self-defense and you, you know, you, you, most people like yourself who've been training for a long period of time can walk down a sidewalk in a busy street and go, that guy trains and that guy trains and that guy trains because mm. they, because it gives you that confidence and, and, you know, to, to know how to carry yourself a, a little bit differently. So for all those reasons, it's really stuck for me. And, th- and that's why I started it. It was just physical fitness kind of deal. That's really interesting. And, uh, and so I don't know, you may not know, but when I first started training, I was at 385. Yeah. And so I, I was going to be a fighter though. That was my whole, whole thing and so i realized i was just bad at jujitsu and these little guys were able just to beat me up every single time because i didn't know anything and so you mentioned like the arm bar the choke and the different things how many people do you think know how to do a technical stand-up how to just how to just get up off the floor (laughs) without without without, getting rocked right that is such a hard like if you don't know that then like there's one thing i was thinking about recently because obviously teaching people who have never trained it's like and this is how I want you to stand up. And then they're so confused about that. Uh, so those things that you just you just kind of start to develop. Like, I think I always technical stand up off the floor now. That's the only way I ever get up is one way or the other, kind of like that. Uh, and it, so it's bled over into every part of my life, too, you know. Yeah. Um, it, it, it does give that. I've never enjoyed working out like you either. I needed it to be something that would distract me from how hard I was having to work uh, because I, I just didn't enjoy that part of it. But like you said, the problem solving and, and not wanting to get hurt or beat up or whatever takes away the, the, the whole other part of it. Um, and that, and that's such a cool thing because, you know, you, you can go a hundred percent with each other almost, and then just kind of stop before everybody gets hurt or whatever, catch your breath and then like just go right back into it again. So 
it can simulate like a really hard sprint type workout. If you know, if you have a good partner you can trust and, and work with and stuff. Um, I know I saw you one time, uh, beyond the good fight. Have you competed before then? No, no, that, that was my, my only tournament that I've, that I've competed in and managed to walk away, uh, with, with gold. You did. That was awesome. <laughs> in, dude. in, in gi, uh, white belt gi heavyweight. We'll, we'll call it that. And it, you know, when the you toughest s- division in sports, <laughs> <laughs> when, uh, you know, and I think it was, you know, 205 plus. So I was rolling with some smaller guys than me, but, uh, you know, uh, there were, there were also some guys there from Miller martial arts who I did not want to go up right. against. Yeah, and, uh, and I, I knew, but somehow, you know, who they were teamed up, managed to get them, and you know, you know how yeah, tournaments the way it go. Falls. That, that's it, that's it, why you it, show it, up, right? It's, it's the way it falls sometimes. So that was a lot of fun. Uh, w- was a good learning experience, and for me, um, it was a. It, I don't want to say I impressed myself, but I. It's okay I, to I, say I, that. I, I realized how much harder I would go in a competitive tournament environment mm. than I do. Every Tuesday and Thursday morning when I'm going on the clock, it's a different speed. Yeah, yeah, it it is, and and it, uh, um, you know, you also finish three matches and you're like, oh god, I'm I'm going to go home and lay lay down for eight hours only, (laughs) right? It was submission only, so you had to finish these guys. You didn't get to lay down on top of anybody and just like ride out the clock, roll for the points. So that's what I mean too. Is you you know you said the heavyweight white belts and and that's I was kind of joking, but not really like. It's really hard, you know, until you get the control down on these guys. And uh, I know one of the guys, we all know him locally, uh, I think it was your finals matchup. I'm not going to call out names or whatever, but you right. guys were in it. Like, y'all yeah. were tussling. And well, I think and, you finally and, tripped him somehow. Yeah, and and the final match, he was a big – he's a heavyweight. Yeah, he's, he's a big, big guy. And he pulled guard, you know, yeah. and it's like – Oh, wait, was that the other one? Okay, see, yeah, I forget. Yeah, okay. and and so I, I had not – I had not – prepared for you know to, to play <laughs> that. Does this. And and you know I, I, I Jesse uh at, at Miller Martial Arts, great coach, great instructor. Yeah, I I'd, I'd awesome. done I'd done some privates with him and I said, Jesse, I need to get better at my takedown game. That that's what I need to work on going into this tournament because I don't go to many advanced classes and ninety percent of the time I'm starting on starting on the ground already. Mm-hmm. You know, just for safety and space and everything else. Right. Um, let me let me come to a few privates and we'll work on takedowns. And we had we had focused the whole time on um, I'm six four, right? I'm <laughs> above average height, and so we had focused the the whole time on you're probably going to be going up against people shorter than you. So let's let's think about that. And I roll into my first match, and the guy's at least six four, if not six five. He's mm. a, he's a young guy who's very tall. That's how it very, goes every time. <laughs> very every big. time doesn't and, matter. And, uh, and it 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 took me a long time to to get him down, okay, and it was a was very throw. very okay. very ugly single leg. <laughs> you know, very, just just in my uh, mind, it was majestic. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it was the most beautiful thing because y'all were y'all were scrapping for it. That's yeah, what I'm saying. It's yeah. like it it I could tell that it was not easy. Right. And then when he finally went down, I was like, oh. <laughs> and uh, but it's it's funny, you know, like like you said. So went up. And a guy who was at least as tall as me, if not taller, and then went up against a guy who was pulling guard as a heavyweight. And those are mm-hmm. two things you you don't don't prepare for. I can't remember what school the 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 first young guy was from, but uh, the the second match uh, he was from Bubby's school, so yeah. he, he was well trained, mm-hmm. very very good, knew knew what he was doing, and um, and had 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 
the previous match beat uh, somebody from our school who I definitely did not want to mm-hmm. go. Kale, Kale's a big Kale's dude a and, yeah. and, and and tough to handle. And so I think uh, most of us expected him to walk out with that yes, one. On yes, the, yeah, yeah, on that day that was and, really interesting. Yeah, and uh, I, I would I don't remember a whole lot about that about his match, but uh, I I did not expect uh, him to to not win it. You know? Yeah, the dude's just scrappy. Yeah, uh, kid's super tough. He's been around. His dad's a brown belt under yeah. Bubby. So it's like he he's been around and he did football and all that yeah. kind of stuff. So he has a lot of the young drive and and everything like you know right what you said you you know you don't do it like that. You only go a couple of days a week just kind of like for funsies or whatever. And this kid's like, no, nah, I'm coming in here to try to run over everybody today. Uh, but you, you know so, you held your own with him, and yeah. I think I think that's the interesting thing too is like once somebody sees you take somebody down. They may question their own game a little bit. It's like the same thing like you. Like, I'll just sit down, man. I don't want to have to risk getting taken down. I just don't want to break anything. Yeah, this, yeah. this man may may just land on me hard enough, and I don't want to do that. Here, yeah. just come on. Yeah. You know? So, you know, it, it's um, – it's it's you know you, you find a way and the the other day in in class I you know managed to to uh, there there was a guy going a, going a little harder than I than I thought he should you know and 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 being really 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 scrappy and that that's fine but uh, we were a crowded gym you know and mm. and so I, I managed to take him down it was a lot of fun you know nice. people were going oh oh what. What, what just happened? There? Where did you learn that? <laughs> a little something in there. That's so cool. the, the, those those times are fun and and exciting and uh, but the, the the tournament was fun. Again, did not expect to walk out of there with a medal, much less a gold medal. It was fun because all, you know, you show up to those tournaments and they're trying to put together brackets, and I mm-hmm. fully respect that. And so we start, you know, you register for a heavyweight. I'm 40, so you register for a heavyweight masters division, mm-hmm. and you show up, and they're like, all right. Uh, we don't have enough to make a master's division in heavyweight. Would, would you okay? Everybody being together. Yeah, that's, that's completely fine. And that's what I liked about that tournament. They're going to find a way to get you Let two you or in. two or three good matches. And, and I, I appreciated that. I would, I would rather be standing on the podium in second place with three people on the podium than first place by myself. Right, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Not much glory. I took first, one. guys. <laughs> so, right. so I see people talk about got second and they, oh, man. they were in a super fight. It was like one match against <laughs> yeah. one person. Um, took, so took second today. So you know, getting getting le- learning about this culture and and uh, it it. You asked me about what was I into UFC. I was into I, I knew about UFC very early on when my when my buddies were were coming to church and going, you got to come to our house and watch this VHS tape we've got because they're breaking arms and knocking out teeth and you know the very early days and then sort of dropped off the map for me. I knew it was a thing, but I didn't really stay stay connected to it very much. But then have gotten back into it, be, being interested in it. But it's a very uh, you know I I took. Like like a lot of kids, I took uh, probably a year of taekwondo. You, mm. you know, but but one thing you mentioned the ability to go in jujitsu to go very near what you would call full speed, and and to actually use those those skills and to test them on a mat on the mats every single time you're in there, mm. that's very valuable to me. Um, you know, I feel like with a lot of other martial arts not to disparage anything but you don't really know what you've got because you're not able to evaluate it enough mm-hmm. and with jujitsu and the ability to, to you know fake choke your friends 
<clears throat> or fake kill your friends rather. I don't know um, how much a fake choking it is, to be honest. <laughs> I've, yeah, <laughs> my lips were buzzing last night at one point, so it, it wasn't too uh, fake. Yeah. I think we've all been in that triangle that got tighter a whole lot faster than we thought. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Um, you know, <laughs> why'd you point at me? Because <laughs> we all have. <laughs> <laughs> this is um, true. But, uh, you know, that's, that's valuable uh, to, to me. And I think that's pretty unique to the grappling arts mm-hmm. you know, of which I think jujitsu is probably the best. So uh, that, that's where I'm at. I don't, I'm, I don't sit from some position of authority. I just sit from based on, on my, my experience and know, and know what's yeah. up. Yeah. I think I, I agree with you on that too. And I think for practicing every day, uh, it definitely is better. It's really hard. Like wrestling would be a really good one, but it's really hard to practice that when you get up to 40 years old or whatever. And you're six, four, like you said, and you're getting picked up and put down so many times that's wear and tear literally yeah. every single time it starts to happen to you, yeah. they fall on you. That's, a, you know, it's, it hurts. That's when I right. see the most people get hurt is like somebody falling on them or like they try to it, yeah. accidentally they they slip or they try to do a trip when they're other person and they blow a knee out or something like that. Cause they don't really do it correctly enough in the moment. And so I think jujitsu just cuts a lot of that out. Um, I pull a lot of guard because of the what you had said, like so many guys, and early on I spent so much time just like battling guys just to get the game going. And it's like, dude, just come on and let's play. Because, like, we're going to spend the whole time sitting here like two big bears wrestling around and just getting huffing and puffing, and then nothing's going to happen when we hit the ground because we're both tired. So just I'll sit down, you just come on, and we'll see what happens from there. Uh which is not always a good strategy with the big guys because they come in and they, they we see what happens. And it's usually them getting on top sometimes and smashing me out. Uh, but my guard got a lot better yeah. from those experiences and competition going out and doing the same thing and losing. Like, But experiencing that has given me the confidence to keep, you know, now, like you said, like if somebody else tries to do something, if, if they're not trained very well, it's going to be simple right. for me to get them off of me without m- – even thinking about what I'm doing because I have so many reactions that are just like quick, quick response reactions that most people don't even think you need to be aware of, you know? And I think that's the power of it. And everybody talks about like knocking people out or whatever, when they talk about self-defense or maybe the, the I'll get my gun or whatever, you know, kind of thing like that as the other alternative to that. And it's like, well, what if you can't do either of those things and I already have my hands on you? What's, what's the next thing and it's obviously you got to grapple then you can't not grapple and and, and i i love guns I, right, I, I, you just, know you i gotta I, combine I, them i all, occasionally right? carry guns like but do you really want that to be the only tool you have in in your in your toolbox or, or do you want you know and and when you teach self-defense and when cole teaches self-defense there's always a a de-escalation co- mm. co- component of that and i that that's tremendously valuable a lot of folks don't aren't confident enough in their de-escalation because they're not confident enough in their hand skills or their grappling or their fighting or, or, or whatever else. And they so, don't know what's going to happen once it pops. That's off. right. Yeah. And so it goes zero to zero to gun like that, mm-hmm. you know, and it's like, let's, let's, let's put some, put some skills in the middle there where, where, where we can, where we can, you know, and so a lot of times uh, you were mentioning somebody who doesn't train, I mean, if I've heard it once, I've heard it a thousand times in 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 the school. You know, th- this will work on a jabroni. This this will work on somebody who mm. has no idea what they're doing. 
Now we're going to show you what will actually work in sports jujitsu or rolling around here on the mat with the somebody who's got, got, got a little training, you know, and, and it builds from there. Um, but, you know, th- this will work on the, the trial class guy or, the, you know, but, but it's not going to work on your, on your partner. But you still need to know that skill because that's the simplest thing to do for somebody who has no training and decide to put their hands on you in a bar one night or something like that. Ridiculous. So, yeah. And that's, you know, we, I think we all appreciate that aspect about what we're learning and how we're, you know, this physical fitness sort of thing we're doing yeah. is that it, that it has that value as well. So. No, it's crucial that we have that. And I think that's one of the things that is driving it forward in a lot of ways in the in the world, but definitely in, in the United States or whatever is driving it is that, you know, people people are wanting to be more confident in their abilities. And, and obviously the sport has a huge component of that, but the majority of the people who train don't compete. The majority right. of the people in your classroom, they, they don't compete. They probably won't compete, but once or twice or maybe three times ever, uh, just to, like you said, just to kind of fact check myself a little bit and see what's happening. Uh, they mostly want it that way when they walk outside of the, the store or whatever, they, they feel confident. Or if they get knocked down somewhere in a situation, they feel able to defend themselves. Or really, like you said, the thing is now I've been confident enough in this is that if someone's just like trash talking and they're trying to like punk me out or whatever, but it's not physical, I can just let you have that. And, and right. de- like you said, de-escalate. And just, yeah, man, you, you won that. I don't need to be that guy. You're that guy. Uh, and, and I, I think that before then I would have never, never chose that path. It, right. I would have had to prove that I was the man to this random person somewhere. And right. now I know that I don't have to, because I do it literally every single day. And, and it's been years now and it, it really does. It's weird to say that though. Like you mentioned the, the it's like, this is what you do against people who don't know anything. And then like immediately when they know something, you have to change the game. Like as soon as they know how to put their base on on the ground, now we're playing jujitsu. But before that, it's just the easiest possible thing ever just to kind of fling them off, you know? And then we have a guy that is a young guy who does a lot of heavy weight lifting and stuff like that. He had wrestled a little bit and different things. He's, you know, gymnastics and stuff a little bit. Uh, not much jujitsu at all, just because he's been training with me now for a while. But he's just so strong and big that he can do a standing backflip, and he weighs what two ten probably. Yeah. Can just flat foot and do flat-footed. a backflip. Incredible, yeah. yeah. He's he, a great athlete. He picks me up right. when I'm on him in every situation. He could just stand up unless yeah. I keep progressing and moving him around. And so for me, even now, it's like I don't know what everybody else kind of thinks when they see that. But it's like to me, this is still now. I have a new like problem to solve because i'm way better than him at yeah. almost every part of everything except for being big and strong and refusing to go somewhere so then now i have to figure out how to wear this guy out in the allotted amount of time in order to get the win yeah what would i do against a guy like that in the streets yeah. Not fight him if I could. <laughs> Walk away. You know I mean? yeah. I'm aware that this is it's yeah. not worth it unless I have to. You know what I'm right. saying? And then we escalate from where wherever that thing is, and that's when you you can hit your middle, you know, techniques right. or whatever and stuff like that. But there's just some people you don't want to mess with, no matter how trained you are or whatever. The situation is just too dangerous. No, and I mean we we were talking about the, the other day, you know, fights in public and. Uh, Jesse, you know, Jesse and Cole are both like, you walk away. You, you know, you, 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 you do everything you can 
to avoid that because whether you're going to jail or just having to fill out too much paperwork or right. just having to hire a lawyer to defend you, you know, you, you just, and I'm not even close to that yet, but you know, for you, it's 90% of the time. It's like, you're a drunk idiot who hasn't noticed my cauliflower. Yeah. Yet. You yeah. know, like it's totally fine. Ba- ba- back off, <laughs> you know, and, 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 but like you said, there's a level of confidence in, I don't have to prove anything to you. Mm-hmm. I, I go, you know, for me, two times a week. For you, eight, nine, ten times a week, Sometimes. and I and I and I prove it with guys who are a whole lot more skilled than you. So just don't, don't mm. even worry about it. Very, very true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got a comment for you over here, but I got to lean over here to read it. Uh-oh. Unless you want to read it off your phone, because I don't see anything. Why you do that, Isaac? Uh, let's see. Martin Shulam said it's a matter of. Uh, least effort if you can knock out a man with a bot with boxing you don't need to throw elbows if i can submit you with a wet willy why would i try with you <laughs> i agree with him on the wet willy yeah if i can wet willy you then i can do some stuff to you that, right that's just the humiliation move once you get them all tied up so so how how has jujitsu helped you in the rest of things has has that bled over into your life elsewhere yeah certainly i mean i mean i think with with a with just like all physical fitness activities, there's, there's a mental health component there as well. Like I, I look at Jessica, my wife, you know, lots of times and going, I haven't gone to a class in seven days. I haven't gone to a class in nine days. I am really missing it and, and looking forward to, to getting back there and, and, and to doing that. And so it, it's, it's fun to, to fake murder your friends. And uh, I think we, we all in, enjoy that. It's a good release. It's a good uh, opportunity to, to be active and be mobile. And, and there, I, I think, uh, you know, I think we're, we're learning the mental health benefits of physical fitness. I think they've been obvious for a long time, but, but sustained activity like that, has a tremendous so you know just in terms of reduced stress reduced you know all all, all those things anxiety um it it certainly helps in in that way and and is a good thing just like it would be if i got into racquetball or got into to any other you know power lifting what, whatever you want to choose to invest your time in there, there's a tremendous amount of benefits there and i'll say like it 95% of the people that I run into at uh, the gym at Miller Martial Arts, I wouldn't interact with any other way. That's what I was about to and, ask you. And, and, and that, that to me is fun and interesting. And uh, I know y'all's gym is and, and heck half the reason I, I stuck around was because they were so welcoming, you know, Brandon, uh, we're, we're in Brandon's car lot studio today, today and, uh, studios. <laughs> uh, and Brandon was one of the first ones who came up and shook my hand and, and said, Hey, my name's Brandon Veal. Good, to, good to have you here. You know, there's there, we were talking about Taylor, Taylor, you know, oh, yeah. saw this big Ambassador. dude, big dude who was goofy and, uncoordinated and said, Hey, come, come, let me show you some things that'll work for a big guy. You know, that's a, that's a black belt in our area who, who's just a, a regular dude, mm. you, you know, pharmacist. And, yeah. Pharmacist, <laughs> pharmacist, black belt <laughs> in, uh, and has, you know, he's just an awesome person. He, but just, he, he's it's deadly. Just it's just funny. Yeah. <laughs> and, but like when I was over there, I taught a little bit at Coles that most people know that too, when we first moved back. Uh, but when, when I was seeing Taylor there, uh, we didn't 
have this a similar schedule to where he would, you know, I would be able to be there when he was there much. But I'd see him come in, and I was like, man, that dude looks like he's gonna be just rough and probably like a like a jerk because he's just he like, looks scary. He looks grizzled, and you yeah. know, he's just about business when he gets in there, and he's yeah. you know, he looks serious because he's just a, a you know trying to be serious in class or whatever. But then. As I got to know him at all, it's just like, oh, man, this is just such a cool dude. He's so nice. Yeah. He just wants to help everybody get better. And then he genuinely cares about my opinion, too, yeah. which is something that I feel like is, is is kind of rare in a way. Once guys get to a certain level, they, they kind of don't want to accept someone else's opinion on, on matters. Uh, and I, I battle that myself a lot of times, too, when somebody presents new information to me about something that I think I'm pretty well versed in. And uh, Taylor has been a benefit to me in the way that we've talked to each other. And, and I've learned to just accept things as, as like preference. And then also in the middle of things, like just adapting what he's talking about, because it makes more sense sometimes than what I'm thinking about. Like he'll, he'll say something that's like, yeah, let's just stick with that. I like the way that sounded better than all the things that I've been trying <laughs> to say. Uh, let's just do that thing, okay? Yeah. And so, like, because I get caught up in my head about, you know, everybody and then what's going on all around me, and then he just cuts to the chase with it, and it's like, yeah, that's, that's what I meant. Yeah. And so bring it all back in. And, uh, and that's that's another benefit to jujitsu. It is incredibly humbling, and, and we can all hmm. use more humility in yes, our lives. <laughs> and uh, so it, it doesn't matter – how good you think you are there there's somebody out there who's who's better than you like you mm -hmm. said this 210 pound guy who can do a standing backflip you yeah. know that that's a humbling experience for probably a lot of a lot of people in your to to, to show and, yeah, and you too. know i get i get humbled all the time by people who uh are don't have their green belt yet and mm -hmm. and are just strong and jacked or just happen to i happen to slip up and make mm -hmm. a stupid decision or i'm not at my best that's good for me. It is. Mm -hmm. It is good for me to be humbled, and I think it's it's good for all of us. It's it's good for us. So no. it never stops either. No. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It, it always like I'm so deep into the game now. I've just opened my own school. I've got students now. People are like respecting me, and then this dude walks in off the street, and nothing works now. Yeah. Until I do it four or five moves deep, and then I, and then everybody that, but it gives me. I will call him out there when he's in class though, and I'll do the demo with like Isaac or whatever, for example, and I'll be like, all right, and then this is how we'll have to do it with Jamie, and it'll be a completely different way of doing it because it, it doesn't work the same way anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then, that's it, it. Never it, for me, you know. I think the novelty keeps my my ADHD like going with it that's what it is for it's me it's always new it's always new because if i keep doing the same thing every day i get i get burned out fast and so i can do the same thing but if i just tweak it a little bit it makes it new again or whatever or like for example taylor will say an idea and it's like oh okay I so then i'll just nerd out for a couple of weeks on that one idea again and that keeps me like re-energized into it instead of just being at a desk doing a job that's yeah. repetitive, repetitive, repetitive. So for me, I think that's it. I didn't know that when I was doing it in the beginning, that that's what it was helping me do. Uh, but now, now knowing that is like, I need it for those kind of reasons to keep me motivated in my life outside of jujitsu is the jujitsu keeps me wanting to be better at everything else because I just know that that's the path to excellence now is just yeah. showing up and doing the work and trying to get better at whatever the given task is each day. There's no shortcut. Yeah. There's no shortcut. It, it, you just have to grind on it.
And the, the other fun part is figuring out what works. You got a, you got a huge set of tools in grappling and jujitsu and you got to figure out what works for your body style and your flexibility and your strength and everything else. You know, Brandon, uh, plays a amazing lasso, you know, spider guard and, and like that gi. <laughs> yeah. I mean, y'all are mostly gi guys and that's okay. Hey, I, I am a, I am a firmly in the yes gi camp. Okay. And, uh, I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm amongst friends, but we don't agree on that. No, hey, I, I, no I, you can do whatever you want, man. You can do whatever you want. Listen, I went all the way to Brown Belt in the gi. Yeah. I trained in, I don't dislike people that train in the gi. I just, I'm having more fun not in the yeah, gi yeah. anymore. So. It didn't serve the purposes for me. Like I was doing MMA and a lot of no gi stuff, right. and then training in the gi. It didn't make a whole lot of sense for me. Yeah, I like I like. Uh, it just seems to slow it down. It a, does. A hundred percent. It does. Yeah. And uh, that's uh, at my age and experience level. That's what mm-hmm. I appreciate. And, and, cool. I, and I'll go roll. You know, in some of the no gi classes and things like that, and I'll just be like. It's so much. <laughs> you take that back. Hush your mouth. He's you know, no longer a friend of the show. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's just for me personally. And, no, and, and, and it I makes think, sense. I think, you know, um, that's another part. You know, what what element do you like there and, and, and everything like that? And and what works in your for you? And, you know, you, you need to know about the other things, but there's that element of, uh, should you should you focus on your weaknesses or should you focus on your strengths and make them really strong and a really mm. good tool set there that that you can really use? And, what, what's and, your opinion? Uh, I think you focus primarily on your strength. You need to know about your weaknesses, right? So you know there there came a time I was getting uh, kamored like every single time I'd get in somebody's half guard or something like that, and I'd get kamored. So I looked at Jesse. I go, Jesse, what's going on here? You know, I, th- th- this is you know so. Uh, the question there is, do you get better at passing half guard? And he goes, well, you just put your head on the same side. So, so if I had never realized that's a weakness of mine mm. and I need to learn to put my head on the same side as that arm so that they can't come over me. Right. But at the same time, that's me getting into half guard. That's part of my game. Mm. Like I, I like working from half guard to pass the guard. I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm a on the ground guy. And so, uh, I don't need to just completely abandon that and try to go figure out a completely mm. different way to, to, to pass folks' guard. Um, so I think you, you you have to know about your weaknesses, but you don't you don't focus on making your weaknesses strong because there's probably a reason that they're your weaknesses. You're not strong enough. You're not long enough. You're not lean enough. Those are all things for me. <laughs> you're not flexible <laughs> enough. Um, but uh, or, or, or or you know. But, but, look, but, but, but then you've got that the, scales though. That, that's right. Like, like height and that's body right. weight. Yeah, 100%. And stuff. It yeah. scales. There's tall, skinny, sh- light people. Right. And, and, but you've got these strengths. And what you really need to do is figure out how to avoid your weaknesses and figure out how to focus on your strengths. That, that's my perspective on it. I think you can get hung up on your weaknesses and think you have to be great at everything. And that's, Ooh, what, what, what that I was my problem yeah, for a long yeah. time. What, what I've been told is that's not a great way to progress get three to five things you're good at and get really good at those and that's the best way to 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 really progress know about the other stuff sure you don't want to just you don't don't want to just just have those three to five things because you're going to need the other stuff sometimes but that that's what i think on what's your perspective no i like that perspective a lot i think i try to get people to brush up on their weaknesses in ways that it can make it 
just not such a glaring hole for you, but knowing where your limit lies is very important. You got to know yourself very intimately and be honest with yourself about what you can and can't do in this. Cause like you, you know, we talk about a lot of times, uh, you know, height and weight and different things, length and different things like that. But even, uh, you know, I've got an old knee injury or my elbow, or I have a thing where my neck doesn't quite, you know, or something like that for everybody. So then for me, a lot of times I'm trying to teach something a specific way. And then somebody says they can't do it. So then where is that thing at? That's usually where I'm trying to figure out, is that a weakness or uh, um, is it a technical flaw that I could fix quickly? Or is this something that's like, like you said, it's just not going to work for you probably, but work on it today in class a little right. bit because that's the lesson that we're going through and yeah. try to do your best with it for me. But in, in, when you're rolling and stuff, you'll probably never use this. Yeah. Um, you discover little things during those moments when you're using things that you would never do, though. You find like, the That's way the that, benefit in doing that, right? The thing that you would do in that scenario is there yeah. now. You find it because, like, if you want to – like, for example, say do the truck on someone or do a, um, a, a specific thing where you need longer legs, like triangles from the bottom or something like that. Like, again, speaking of Brandon or whatever, he probably has really good triangles from a lot of different positions because his legs can reach around. But for me, I have to have a lot of really good angles in order to get the triangle from the bottom on people, even if they're not my weight class because I have thick, shorter legs. And so, and a bigger belly that takes up some space in some situations <laughs> yeah. too. And I, and I coach that in class sometimes yeah. I, and I'd be like, listen, for some of you, you don't need to do this, but for me, I'm going to have to like exhale all of my breath and make sure I can make that hole for something to go in. And then I can relax a little bit again because of my belly, you know, or I take up more space right here. And, and so then I, I've got to fix that space. I've seen pull, that. Yeah. You got to pull yourself in tighter than I do right here. So that's, that's the difference. You know, you can't just hang on like this cause you don't have enough weight but I can just hang on. You need to be going the other way, pulling yourself forward more and stuff like that. Um, so a lot of times I think the weakness of the person is not necessarily always what they think it is. Kind of like you said, is like you think of your weakness was half guard or whatever. Now it's like, no, no, it's your positioning. And, and mm. it's, it's usually something simple. Yeah. And that's what I try to find is that the, the, the Occam's razor of, of the situation. What is the simplest answer every single time that I can give you that'll help you do better now. Yeah. And, and as someone who's very much still focused on just fundamentals, just the, the, the basic jujitsu stuff, I, I find oftentimes it's a very simple fix that, that, that makes the, the submission work that makes mm -hmm. the move work. You know, like you talked about angles when you go for triangles and, and things like that. And sometimes it's just, uh, you know, you're, you're trying to chair sit or something like that and you've got your foot pointed you know, perpendicular rather than parallel to the body. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you're going to hurt your knee if, if you do that. And I think you and Cole do a great job of, of, Hey, take that foot and point it this way and not that way. Mm -hmm. And it's, you're, you're going to find much more success here. So, yeah, I, I, I think so too. And I, I guess a question along those lines, what about on a day that you go to class and maybe, uh, they're teaching something that's outside of your game that you really, really are struggling with, uh, what do you do to keep yourself like in the game on those days? Like if you just like, you feel like it's just like, this is not, it's not even that I am not able to do it like in my mind, but like physically I can't pull it off. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, you, you figure out the little cheats that, 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 that make it work. You know, you, 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 uh, rather than just trying to spin around on your back, you put your foot on the mat and you push yourself around a little mm. bit. Uh, for me, 
there there's I guess you know at starting this at you know 38 37 years old um, I've learned that I actually can do more of the things than I maybe thought I would be able to do if that makes sense like mm-hmm. the first time I saw a triangle I was like no I'll, I'll, I'll never be I'll able never to do that on, on somebody but then you learn you got to shoot the hips up it's you're not just pulling them down to you you're bringing your hips up and there's there's little things like that so so for example if I go to a class and it's you know something that's like okay I understand this is part of fundamental Jesus this is not going to be one of the big tools in my tool set it's not going to be one of the first clubs I reach for out of mm-hmm. the golf bag right I still try to learn because I, I'm there not just for myself. I'm there for everybody in that class who, who's who's learning, and I'm mm-hmm. trying to be a good UK and 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 do those things. And then you know I I, I put it in the bank because you you want to know uh, everybody in that room has now learned that as well. And and even if I can't do it, they're gonna be they're gonna be trying to do it to me. And, and and so and so I I need to know it. So I I really try to. Even if it's something that I'm just like, ah, that's not going to work for me for whatever reason, um, I still try to, you know, give it a good effort. G- give it a good effort. Yeah, yeah. I like, and, I like uh, the way you mentioned that as being a good teammate too. And you see people sometimes uh, get turned off when they're having a hard time, and and they don't they don't try to help their partner as much anymore either because they're confused or they're having a, a tough time with it. Um, so it's a lot. Like a, a, you learn a lot of things in jujitsu. That's not the actual move that you do. You've got to learn to like communicate with different people and your coaches and things about maybe what you do and don't. Again, what you do and don't know and how this isn't working for you. And then I have to be able to come over there and tell you, like you said, turn your foot this way, maybe that, and turn your foot that way, see if that helps or whatever. And then you got to be willing to try to do the thing for me while still being frustrated. You know what I mean? Trying to take advice from somebody when you're frustrated at the same time is kind of tough. So you learn how to how to deal with all that kind of stuff too. Um, yeah, and it goes back to that humility aspect. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you you, you got to stay humble, and you you got to realize you're you're not going to be great at everything. And I mm-hmm. I have a tremendous amount of respect for you know blues and purples and browns and blacks. You know, like the, just figuring out what you want to do and going after that and just staying on the grind. And, you know, in a religious context, I would say staying faithful to that task Mm -hmm. and just going after it. It's highly underrated in our society Mm -hmm. and there's tremendous value in that. And, uh, for, for me, I look at, you know, guys who have their purple and Brown and black belt and, They've, they've put in a lot of, you know, if they're coming from a reputable school, they've put in a tremendous amount of work and effort and hours in into getting to that level. Mm-hmm. And uh, they weren't always great at the things they're great now. They're not always great at what they're trying to do, but they're still there grinding away. And so I, I have a lot of respect for those guys. And they probably still suck compared to somebody. <laughs> Dude, and that we, was we the all thing. do. <laughs> just that's, this, that's it, yeah. This last weekend, uh, <laughs> Sunday, I went down to Jacksonville and, and got to go to a, a Jean-Jacques Machado seminar. My um, brain still hurts. It was the second one of those I've got to go to, and the first one was just like that, basically, too, where he's coming out there, and he'll talk about something that I'm I'm, I'm good at. Like, I'm good at this stuff. I've been doing this thing for a long time, even the specific thing that he's talking about. And then he'll just say something or do, like, you know, turn his body a certain way, and it's just like, what? How? No, that's not right. You shouldn't be, you know what I mean? And it's like, nobody's told me that. 
Yeah. Well, how, you know, why didn't anybody tell me that? But maybe they did tell me some of that stuff. But in my mind, I wasn't ready to receive that message yet until now as a black belt, I can see the value in the way that he twisted his hip, even if he didn't express it out loud. I saw that he did it every single time. I internalized that message now. But Blue Belt Steven would have never been able to understand that. So being able just to stay in it long enough to know stuff is such a such an important thing, I think. Um, because every time you know something, that's when you're falling into a trap. That's when you start getting into traps. Cause I know this. And then when you cling to it, now you're going to get tricked or yeah, you start holding on to this thing is like, it's every time and it's never that nothing ever is. Uh, yeah. I, that's a, that's a fun thing about jujitsu still is that it is still developing and, and, you know, I'll, I'll be in class and I'll look over and, uh, Cole and Jesse and Taylor and you are, are, are talking about, you, you know, he, here's this thing that so-and-so showed me the other day that I'd, I'd never seen before or, or never thought right. about before. And it's like, there's, there's still that stuff, you know, and it's it like, never stops. <laughs> it never stops. And, and, and for someone who's as, as green as I am into it, that's, that's interesting and, and exciting, you know, that there's, uh, it's like a book that never ends, but it's mm. but it's very interesting. You you can keep reading and keep reading and keep reading and keep going, and there's always going to be more stuff to, to to learn. So, what was fascinating to me about uh, the whole uh, Jean Jacques thing was I got to watch kind of how the Tenth Planet system got created because I watched him. He came in and showed these things like what Stephen was talking about. He would show like this world class technique. Everybody be drilling it for a few minutes, and then he'd be like, "Oh, everybody, wait, 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 wait! Look, watch what Sean and he like points at Sean Applegate and Ben Eddy and goes, watch what they just do.' And like Sean and Ben do this like crazy leg lock injury. He's like, "All right, everybody, drill that!" And it's like, "Oh, you're giving space for them to create within this thing that you just showed." And it's like, "Oh, improve, improve this and that, and okay, now you have your own move." Yeah, you're like because oh. it all it, it all came off of the same root principles if you do this correctly this situation happens now in this situation that's where the artist could come out and be creative and, and choose their own adventure so to say but if you don't do this and this you don't have this thing and i think that's what that's what was really really cool is like it's still there but now you you got to do something else because of this variable or because the other guy just chose to, he, he just, he just chose to do different things. And young me couldn't handle that kind of stuff. Cause I, I really needed there to be a absolute way there need. This is how this works. This is how that, you know, cause you just kind of get used to the, you know, the, the, I don't know, like your car or whatever, like you fix your car or whatever. It's like, this is how gears go together. This is how nuts and bolts work. There is no choice in how things actually work. And it's like, no, there's so much choice in, in this thing. And you can change what, like your, your thoughts and your feelings change over time too, about what, what is right and what's wrong too. So it's just, it's just, I don't know, man, it's the human experience that, that we don't get. I think kind of like you were mentioning in, in today's world, we don't do these things enough. We're not challenged continuously over the, the way that we needed to, uh, like back in the day, you always had a new natural problem that you had to figure out how to get more food or how to get more water or this natural disaster or this wild animal or these invading peoples. So that was where we were all always work. And now we don't have to do that. We don't think 
because everything's it's all you flip the lights the lights come on i go to the gas pump i squeeze the trigger there's chicken at the 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 place up here every time i go to the store i don't need to go grow any vegetables or whatever they're always at the produce stand so we don't we don't have those challenges every day to push us and make us better and i think that's why we carry so much anxiety i think that's why we have so much of those mental health issues a lot of times it's because we're not being challenged. Yeah. And the first time we get challenged, we want to we want to fall apart because it's hard. Yeah. And My family and I started camping, you know, two and a half, three years ago. Like, we'd go out in tents and, and, and camp, you know. And people are often like, well, why don't, why don't you just go to a hotel and stay? And, well, A, you can stay a lot closer to the cool stuff a lot of times if you're camping. But, B, it's a fun challenge to figure out how – how to do it, you know, and it's not like we're roughing it. We're not packing it. You know, we, we're car camping. We've got a big trailer that we pack up and take everything, but, but it's, uh, it's a fun challenge. And, and it's like, occasionally if you're not, you know, like, like you said, there's this, there's this primordial stuff in us that still wants to go out and kill our food and, and, and sit around and fire and, and eat it. And if you're not satisfying that in some way, then, then you're not challenging yourself in some way. I think, I think you come up lacking. Mm. That's a really, really interesting thought process about jujitsu too. Cause everybody, like you say, you come in for whatever reason, but usually like what gets you to stay, like you said, is that th- you were welcome. People are the camaraderie, right. the teammates, my friends, my people that I'm with working together for this common goal. Even though I'm an individual, we all have the same like mindset and, and you mentioned it before the show, and I think this is a good way to kind of lead into it. This is one of the things that's special, I think, about the middle Georgia area is that we really do try to keep it like jujitsu versus everybody else and not us versus each other. It's not 10th Planet versus ATT right. or Rush versus, uh, you know, whatever, stuff like that. It's, it's like it, we are all jujitsu and martial arts guys, and we all love it, and we're all trying to push that. And there's been... I don't know if it's an explosion is what the right word would be, but there's a there's a huge amount of talent in this area of the state that I don't know if other people realize that as much or the people here realize that as much. But other more rural areas don't have the level of talent overall that this area has, at least in my experience. You have to go to a, to a more major like city to start getting the level of training and stuff like that that you can get around here with Cole being here and myself and Bubby up there and then all the other coaches that are at uh, Miller Martial Arts and then Travis mm-hmm. opened up in Byron who and Travis yeah. is a, he's an ATT right. so it's all like the same family basically and like I said even though I've switched to Tenth Planet I trained with those guys for like five years before we moved away and 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 I would have probably not switched if we didn't move to San Diego and they weren't out there right. you know so we still all have a good relationship. Everybody oh, no, I, really pressing forward on that, so yeah. that's exciting. I, I hear I hear all the time when I'm training. Let me show you this thing I learned at the seminar that Stephen hosted th- mm-hmm. th- this week. You know, and I think there's that good exchange of ideas, and it's a, it's a rising tide that lifts all boats. You know, exactly your your schedule and where you are and your style of teaching may fit better with some people and. Where ATT, Warner Robins, Miller Martial Arts may fit better with others. And Byron is now open and, and, and can serve folks. And Dublin is opening. And oh, yeah, Dublin all, too. That's all, right. All, all John that Thompson. Is, yeah, yeah. Uh, John is an is a very different teacher. Than, Dude, he's than, so than, technical. Than, than, fundamentally. Than and and is always talking about the history of, of how that developed and everything like that and has a real good understanding of all that. And, 
Um, so it, it's fun to be able to be in an environment. And I guess that's what I was asking you. I, I feel like overall there's an, there's a, there's an explosion sort of nationally in, in the U S of it, but I feel like we're especially blessed here in, in middle Georgia to, to have the level of talent and, and, and the number of schools we have that are top tier schools right. that, and, that and are doing yeah. a, a really good job. And, and so. that's what I say is that the choices I think is important because a lot of people, they don't really have the ability to, to kind of choose between different. There's just, this is the black belt in this area or whatever. Um, so, so having the ability to choose is one thing, but then like you said too, we are spaced enough that people who don't know anything, that's going to matter. If you don't know anything, it doesn't matter to you if you come to my school or Cole's school or Travis's school or it's just jujitsu to you. So you're just going to go to the closest one to you first, the one that's easiest and most convenient. Um, and so that's something I, I know that I've done it and I know that I've gotten calls from, from people that have said that they've done it over there. But like if people are live closer to Cole's or they have a schedule that lines up or they want to train in the gi or they mention fighting or MMA or whatever – I, I, I still tell them to go check them out because it may be a better vibe for them. It may be a better fit. Sometimes they come back. Sometimes they don't. Sometimes I've seen people that, that I sent that signed up and it's like, cool, that's what works for them. And then maybe they'll come back over here and cross train with us. And we have a good vibe. Like, you know, all the, the instructors, you know, from over there cross train, they come and do open mats with us and different things like that. Cause, cause we're friends. Like I'm yeah. friends with them. I don't, we don't compete in that way. We are competitors in some ways, but in the way of like day-to-day life and stuff, we want to see each other win. We want to all see each other grow. And if any information I have will help those guys, I want to give it to them because they're my friends and I want to see my friends succeed and hopefully get whatever I think I'm getting out of this stuff now too, which is obviously, you know, trying to provide for my family and stuff, but it's, it's the, the feeling that I get every day from being, in this position and trying to be who I said I wanted to be, you know, for all this time as a leader and, and, and to get out there and then like do the thing the way that I kind of want to do it my way and not have to do what everybody else wants to do. And like you said, then there's going to be people that resonate with that. And then there's going to be more people who may resonate with how ATT Warner Robbins runs it because of they have, they have more coaches. Yeah. So, so you may like Cole or you may like Jesse or you may like Lathan or you may like Tim or, you you know, there could be a bunch of reasons that, that you can you can stay a certain place, you know. And, and I'm just happy that there's choice for one and then two, nobody's getting beat up about making a decision. Right. I was in a meeting yesterday and they were talking about not getting a bigger piece of the pie but creating a bigger pie so that mm. everybody – gets a bigger yes. piece, uh, you yeah. know? And so that, I feel like that's the attitude here. It's like, we, we may not, you know, the, the environment, the style, gi, no gi, whether or not you got MMA, whatever, may not exactly vibe with you. But if there's a bigger pie, then everybody's mm-hmm. succeeding and, and right. thriving. And Everybody gets to eat at the bigger pie. That's right. That's right. That's, that, and that's, who, who doesn't love pie? I do. True story. <laughs> I think it's great. And, and I'm excited for just the future of everything and the way things are growing. Um, we're pushing things forward. I know they're pushing things forward. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so with, with everything else, uh, one, I guess before we get out of here too quick, I wanted to talk about the area with you a little bit. Yeah, I know sure. you're, uh, 
you are a county commissioner or well, I, I don't want to misspeak, so I'll let you say that sure. part. As I've as I've told a couple of people recently, I ain't nobody right now. <laughs> uh, so I, I was a county commissioner in post four and uh, our, our longtime chairman of the county commission, which is the only sort of full time chief executive, uh, full time county commissioner and sort of the chief executive of the county. Um, he announced that he wasn't running again. And so I had to resign my current post to, to, to run for his post. And so uh, ended up not having any opposition in the election. And the primary was held yesterday. The general will be in November. And uh, come January 1, I'll be the chairman of the county commission here in Houston oh, County. And congratulations. For all our international viewers, it's spelled just like Houston, but we pronounce it Houston because we're weird like that. We <laughs> like it that way. So That's um, cool. Um, so yeah, it's, it's very exciting and, uh, middle Georgia, not just in terms of jujitsu, but uh, we got a lot of good things happening and it's, 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 you know, my public service is built on the shoulders of, of giants and, uh, you know, we, we fully acknowledge that and, and look forward to continuing that, that legacy of good, stable, strong leadership. So how how long have you been involved in, in the county commissioner yeah so so i ran initially uh, for county commission in 2020 so i was not uh okay. in, in involved in in politics before that and uh certainly the the the, the chairman currently his name is tommy stoniker and he's had a 50-year career with the county 38 years as a as a civil servant sort of hired position uh, progressed up through the ranks of the county and then 12 years has been in an elected position and I, you know when i ran in 2020 i, I didn't expect him to step down anytime soon mm. and um so it came as a as a shock but through prayer and talking to my wife and my family and and, and deliberation just decided that that's that's the next step that that, that i would i would take and the, the weird thing is our, our county commission specifically uh is, is going from two years ago Every single member had served at least 20 years on the county commission, which is very rare. Uh, local politics, you got people moving and shaking and, and all sorts of that stuff. But it had been a very stable group. To come January 1 of, of 2023, there'll be only one person who has served longer than two years oh, on, wow. on the county commission. So there's been a lot of change there. Uh, um, myself and another gentleman named Mark Bird went on in um, – and we were elected in in twenty and sworn in in twenty one, and um, and then uh, to Tommy Stoniker and an, and another longtime commissioner both announced they weren't running again in in twenty twenty two. So so is that more indicative of just the people kind of aging out? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pr pr primarily, um, you know, uh, uh, for example, in in the the seat that I I initially ran for. Uh, the gentleman's name was Larry Thompson. He'd had a, a good civil service career with the county, retired from that, decided to serve on the, you know, go for a seat on the county commission, served in that way. He's enjoying retirement. He, mm -hmm. is, he has earned a good retirement. Tom McMichael the same way. All of these, the, the gentlemen we're talking about are, are getting up in years and, and just deciding they, want, they want to transition. There's nothing in the county. The county is in, in, in great financial and, and physical shape great you know we, we've got a very supportive community um you know we've got problems just like everybody but uh you know our a lot of our problems are problems of growth and prosperity and i'd mm -hmm. a whole lot rather be dealing with those problems than than trying to attract business or trying to figure out how to keep businesses open uh in, in our community so okay. are there uh are there any things that people may 
be able to to get with the county commission on maybe like normal everyday people like that they don't realize that the county commission could do for them or is there like a like a channels that you should go through before yeah. you try to get to that level so uh y- you know we're we're public servants so um we we handle a lot uh we handle for the unincorporated county. So I'm not affiliated with cities. You know, we, we have three cities in, in our, y'all are in Perry. Uh, mm-hmm. There's also Warner Robins and Centerville, right? So in those regions, uh, the cities will handle a lot of the services. But okay. if you're in the unincorporated areas of the county, you, you're, 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 not, um, you're not in a city. You don't pay city taxes. You pay mm-hmm. county taxes, and that's it. Uh, we handle, you know, trash service we handle water delivery the 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 sheriff is not really under the county commission but we handle the budget for the sheriff so we work alongside the sheriff and that's a unique thing here the county commission and the sheriff have a great relationship that's pretty rare to find because typically the sheriff's mad that the county commission's not giving him more money money. and the county commission says well we think you should be doing a better job Mm -hmm. you know and We've our sheriff's been sheriff here for fifty years. It's incredible, oh, wow. and he's done a great job. So, um, uh, you know, if if I would say, if you got problems with trash delivery, if you if you got problems with water delivery, certainly uh, give the county commission a call. We, if you live in the unincorporated areas, that's uh, uh, you know through the pandemic, trash pickup you know has has been an issue because just like everybody else, our trash pickup contractor has had problems finding employees. finding employees and and so you know but but we can i call it constituent services you know and we've got animal control utilities like trash and water um you know there's there's codes and regulations that sometimes you're upset your neighbors aren't following and we can help we can help follow okay. up with that and and that sort of thing but um uh you know if uh, if there's you know building inspection is, is another area that sometimes there's some pain points, but we we try to do a good job. You don't always get to give the people the answer they want, but you try to always communicate it in a uh, courteous and professional some fashion. Tact. And despite that that their emotions can can raise, you try to maintain your emotions at a reasonable level and not not join them on that elevated plane if you will (laughs) so is is that something you develop through your career prior to becoming a public servant or is that just something maybe that you know at home you you learned at a young age and stuff yeah so i i certainly uh learned it at 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 home in a young age i my my father was a politician elected and and later appointed to to different positions and um you, you know a uh, it's our, you know, people are paying to have their trash picked up. It's our job. If, if something's not going right, we want to do a good job. And, and, you know, I think, uh, he was, he was governor of the state of Georgia from 2002 to 2010. Right. So you had these dual recessions on either end Ooh. of, of, of his time being governor. And, you know, one thing he said, he goes, look, we're not going to be able to pump a bunch of money into programs to make government services a whole lot better but one thing we can do is we can be kind to people we can be courteous to people and we can deliver a high level of customer service and so that's something that really stuck in my mind of you may not be able to solve everybody's problems but if you will just answer their emails answer their phone calls get back to them and 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 try to try to deliver a high level customer service people generally appreciate that you know Mm -hmm. that they may not get the answer they want but at least 
they're getting a response and, and, and knowing that people are hearing their complaints. That's an interesting way too. I like the way you're saying customer service and the way oh, that yeah. you mean civil service, like, you know, your constituents, because <laughs> yeah, customers of, like we, I, I, I mean, yeah, but like, you don't think of, I, I guess I, I've never thought about it in that way that you guys, like you're the way you're speaking. It makes me feel good about this stuff a lot yeah. more. Whereas it's just like, usually you imagine the government and it's just like, yeah, those people are going to do whatever we tell them to do or whatever. And, but to hear you speak about it makes me like hopeful for the area. And it's like, no, you want to help and you, you're actually just doing a job for the community. You're not out here trying to set up, you know, all these nefarious like things or whatever. Right. So that's cool. I appreciate, I appreciate yeah. that perspective a lot. It, it's one thing I've learned from our current chairman, Tommy Stoniker, he gets up at a, building dedication or he gets up at uh you know a celebration of some kind for something good that has happened in the county he's going to thank you know the the construct the, the people who built the building he's going to thank the architect he's going to thank the commission for approving the funds and all this but he is not going to get down without saying and primarily i want to thank the taxpayers of houston county which mm. is which is every single citizen of houston county for giving us the funds to, mm. to, to do this. And it's a good reminder, uh, you know, public servant is a phrase because that's a good reminder of, of, of who you are and, and, and the priorities that you, that you need to, to take and keep. You're a servant. You're not above somebody. You're a servant. Mm. And, um, you know, we, 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 we're going to make mistakes just like everybody else, but we try in Houston County, we try to do a good job of, of, of delivering a, <laughs> that's beautiful, man. You got me all hyped up now. I feel, I feel some kind of way. I'm not I've lying. Been so I, I excited like about trash pickup. Well, I mean, yeah, honestly, cause somebody has got to do it though. Right. If, yeah. if, if my trash wasn't picked up, I would be upset. If our neighborhood, the whole cul-de-sac we lived on, if all the trash cans were full sitting out by the road for a week, I'd be very upset. And so I would like to know that somebody's working to help take care of that. And if you handled my call with grace when I was mad about that, I'd probably appreciate it a lot more <laughs> than you being mad at me that's because right. you, I'm doing my best or, you know, like yeah. that's the typical reaction that we talking about myself, like to give people when things aren't going well and you can't really do anything about it. Yeah. I, that's, that's one of the things I'm learning more now becoming a business owner and uh, stepping into those. I've never had that stuff as much before. And so when things come up, you know, I'm usually the guy that's just like, oh, yeah, I can fix it. I'm going to fix it. So I don't really try to worry. But then there's things that's like, yeah, that's really out of my control. And that I don't know how to handle that. And so I've had to learn how to like listen to people and respond to their feelings, even if I disagree or it's not my fault, but I got to take the fault because I'm the boss now. And, and that's the way that it works, you know, and it's, just, it's an interesting thing that if you've never done it, 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 it's, it's weird, you yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and all, all the, you know, I, I say a lot of times all the easy problems have already found a solution, <laughs> you, you know? And so, uh, the, the, if, if a problem shows up on our desk, our email, our phone voicemail, it, it's not a it's not typically an easy solution mm. if it's an easy solution we forward it to the right person and, and, they, and they'll fix it and we've got great employees in the county they don't they don't want to do a bad job they want to do a good job for right. everybody you know our the contractors we work with are good they want to do a good job but it's it's tough sometimes everybody makes mistakes you just try to handle it uh, in, in a good fashion so you know that that's part of what we do we establish the budget for the county uh, we you know, are, are in charge of uh, 
you know, about a $60 million a year general fund that uh, help, helps run the services of the county. You know, I think um, public safety is the, is the biggest piece of that pie in terms of the sheriff's office, the jail, things like that. And mm-hmm. so uh, it's, a, it's an interesting challenge. I'm excited about it and, uh, and looking forward to it. And um, it's, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. No, that's awesome. That's a good one. That's yeah, a good way to wrap it up. I was trying. I was, to, say, I, I was yeah. trying not to interject on you because that was really, really good stuff. <laughs> I was about to say but that. But yeah, too. I think you got to uh, leave soon. So yeah, I was going to say that too. Is I really appreciate you coming in. Yeah, School, happy school's to be here. getting out a little bit earlier today. Um, these are things that I've really been getting more interested in myself as as I'm getting older now, looking into those kind of things because you know I want to be able to help the community grow. Where we want to be a big part of the community. Um, so these kind of things are, are interesting to me. So I appreciate you taking your time out to come out and answer my question. Like these are these are questions from me specifically. Nobody yeah. else. So that's cool. I've been I've been so pleased to watch Tenth Planet Perry become really integrated. Y'all had Maggie on a, a couple yes. episodes ago and uh, really integrated into the Perry Chamber there. I know Mandy's doing a lot of work with them. And I got to get and, out there and start and, doing and, some and, more. And, well, hey, you, you got a good representative of the business. She's the there. best. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so I was I was. Uh, uh, chairman of the board of, of the chamber a few years ago. So I've stayed, stayed sort of involved there and, and really appreciate uh, y'all's involvement there. And uh, it's a good group. And, and that excites me, you know, y'all could stay isolated, but I think y'all have realized and how, how important it is to get involved. Yeah, in the and it's exciting to be a part of it because, and, and, you know, not to go down that stuff, but the, the Perry chamber, they're, they're all very great people. Maggie, she's very passionate about what she does. She's excited about the community and Perry's just, they like much like you said about the whole county, but they're they're looking to grow and they're trying to do their best. And you know, we we did an event down there and we talked about how it was kind of dark on this one corner after dark because one of the lights wasn't that good. The next event we did, they had a portable lamp put out on that corner where it was bright on that corner. That yeah. the very next event, I was like, whoa, that's that's paying that's attention. That, that, that's right. I said that's paying <laughs> attention to what your people are, are requesting and asking for. Uh, so, it's, so it's really, really cool, and we want to be a big part of that going forward. Yeah. So thanks Thank again. you for having me today, Stephen. It's good, yeah, man. good to sit down and talk with you. We'll, we'll have you back again after you become the man in January <laughs> and see see how that title's changed you. Is there anywhere that anybody <laughs> want to go? Is there any? Yeah, anything you want to plug? Or? Oh, sure. Uh, VoteDanPurdue.com has, has links to all, all the social media. Like I said, I don't I don't have opposition, but if you want to <laughs> follow. Vote for me anyway. <laughs> follow, yeah, I mean, it's. It's uh, flood that follow on all the, the socials and Twitter, Instagram, Facebook's what, what not. So yeah, uh, that'd be cool, man. Stay, stay in tune, man. All, Thanks again. Always a good opportunity for plug. All right, everybody. Much love. Peace. Go click the link. Oh yeah. There's a link. Yeah.